Welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book, Eat Less Water, and a kitchen activist. Every Monday and Wednesday, I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1,300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Want to receive 10 tips to eat less water for your summer parties? Go to eatlesswater.com to download the free list. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Welcome to the How to Eat Less Water podcast. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, and author of the book, Eat Less Water. You might have heard me say before how our food tells stories, and we want our food to tell good stories. And that's what I feel when I go into my kitchen and I open my refrigerator and pantry, and I see not just ingredients, but ingredients that are attached to people, places, and experiences. But it hasn't always been that way. It it occurred to me after reading this book by Julia Cameron's The Artist's Way, which you may or may not heard of this book. It's quite popular. It's been around for 25 years. And it's one of those books that people return to again and again. And part of its draw is it has the power of transformation, It has a power to make someone feel and be more creative, to be in alignment with their creative self. And there's two things that Julia Cameron that are the tenets or the foundation for this creative or artist way. And one is what's called the morning pages. And I've been doing morning pages now for years. It's essentially journaling, but in the very start, of your day. You write three pages. What it says, it is not really important, but rather it's just clearing the space. And to write without interruption, you know, generally I do start and stop. But sometimes if you have a 15 or 20 minute window of time in the morning just to release or to reflect, it is a great practice to bring in new thoughts, new ideas, new energy. At least that's what I found in my own experience with it. But the other thing that she has each person do is what's called an artist date. And in that date, you take yourself, and, and that's what's important, it's it's by yourself. You go somewhere that is either new to you or a place that you've already been, but with new eyes, new awareness. So it could be taking a walk in the park or taking yourself to a thrift store, going to an art gallery, taking yourself to a coffee shop that you've been eyeing. It could be anything. And it could even be going into your kitchen and making a meal on your own that you haven't tried before. The the point is it's an exercise with yourself and it's intentional in your 
open to seeing things in a new way, experiencing things in a new way. And in that process, you learn things about yourself. You learn about what you what makes you tick, what makes you excited, what brings joy and creativity into your life. And as I started to go on these artist dates recently, because I had stopped doing that practice for many years, what I realized is through this process of going through these artist dates, that when I talk about how my food tells stories, it tells stories because I go on food dates. <laughs> That's what I've been doing all these years beginning before I started writing the book Eat Less Water. But all of the visits that I that I took to farms around the country, those were food dates. Whenever I go to a farm to table restaurant for example or I spoke Last week about a wine shop I found in Italy, that was a food date. I took myself on a lot of food dates in Italy because it seemed so easy to do because I needed cheese, so I would go into the cheese shop. I needed um, some fresh bread. I would go right into the bakery that was so close, that was close by and walking distance. And Maybe the city that you call home isn't necessarily arranged that way, but if we look hard enough, we can find it. For example, here where I live in Oxnard, you know, I, a bakery isn't walking distance, but I can find one. There are bakeries within a 10-minute drive. I can find it at the farmer's market, too. Cheese shops are maybe not as easy to find, but when I go by, when I go to the, the cheese area in my grocery store, you know, I just take time to look at the different cheeses coming from around the world. I talk to the person behind the counter, um, ask some questions. And so then I'm building stories throughout that process. You know, there are chocolate shops near me and ice cream places who are producing organic ice cream. Every time we make an extra effort and we're intentional about choosing our ingredients and we go into these places and uh, support these producers who have gone the extra mile to curate good food, nutritious food, food that's doing good for the environment and using less water, then that's part of the stories that I'm building. Those are the stories that I'm bringing into my kitchen. And so when I reach for those ingredients, when it's time to make dinner, it helps to reinvigorate me. It gives me the energy that I need so that I can make dinner, even if I'm feeling really tired. That's how I build those stories, by taking myself on food dates. The action tip for today is to begin to take yourself on food dates. And regardless of whether you have many times in the past, and maybe it's a practice that you've, you've let go of, or it's something completely new for you, then, you know, start to 
seek out those places, seek out those wonderful food venues where you can take yourself to and start to collect those stories for yourself in your own pantry. Does every single thing in my pantry and my refrigerator tell me some really great unique story? No, (laughs) but if just some of the things in your refrigerator and in your pantry tell those stories it infuses everything else around it at least that's been my experience so take yourself on a food date really make it an effort to take yourself on a food date once a week it really does work to make you feel just more connected to to your food, more connected to the people who produce your food, and as a result, more connected to the environment or to the regions where your food comes from. I'm going to leave you there. Thank you so much for joining me. Meet me here again every Monday and Wednesday for bite-sized action tips that you can begin integrating into your life today. There is power in the collective. Let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter and receive more tips in your inbox weekly and 15% off your first purchase at the Eat Less Water Shop. You can also find me on your favorite social media space at Eat Less Water. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review even if it's only the star rating, because every one of them will increase the chances of other like-minded folks to find us. Thank you for joining me on this journey to eat less water. Together, we will write the story of well-being for this planet we have the privilege to call home. Meet you back here every Monday and Wednesday. There is power in the collective. Mm-hmm.